DDCO at the plate. He's over for two today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. DDCO lets it fly, and it's oh, it's raining now. Welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater. I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And we just got back from the Boston Red Sox versus Chicago White Sox game. Uh, that was played on August 31st uh, and also September 1st of yeah. 2018. Uh, we experienced our very first rain delay since we started doing the podcast. That's right. We made good on the name Rain Delay Theater. We, we experienced some. We tried to uh, create some ourselves. And uh, yeah, that game ended at 12, 12 a.m. Mm, mm. So there you go. Yeah, it was Midnight a, baseball. Yeah, it was a, it was a two-hour rain delay. Um, uh, yeah, we didn't get the official time on that, but it was about two hours. No, and, and the weird thing was, Jeremy, we had no idea the rain was coming. Neither of us. It came as a complete surprise. Yeah, totally. I, you know, we captured some of it on um, the uh, the Instagram story, but uh, I checked the forecast last night and it seemed fine. It did seem dark, like on the way to the stadium, but it was like, very muggy too. Yeah, and muggy and like uh, kind of just gross. Um, and then just like I, w- I was looking at the 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 video board or whatever, and I'm like, oh, it's raining. And then like there was like a mass exodus of fans like going into uh, the uh, the underhang or overhang or whatever and then like boom like they just delayed the game yeah yeah and i didn't think i tried to pull up the the um uh you know forecast on my phone and it didn't look that bad but uh there we were you know yeah um and you know there was a there was a lot going on uh in this game it almost kind of felt like we watched two games instead of for yeah. the price of one even though we didn't yeah i know yeah talk about it yeah for i mean tell me about it like uh we had an awesome pitching matchup to begin and then uh things changed after yeah. that rain delay so let, let's talk about that for a minute so this is what happens uh when you try to plan something like this out so yeah. earlier in the week jeremy and i knew we were going to go to this uh go to a game in this series right right so earlier earlier in the week we had bought tickets for the thursday night game right uh which turned out to be a crappy pitching matchup it was giolito versus uh who uh, it ended porcello. up being porcello but it wasn't looking like it was gonna be porcello uh-huh. it looked like it was gonna be like their like fifth starter or yeah. something like yeah hector vasquez i think his name is yeah yeah or like velasquez or something yeah, yeah, yeah. something something like that but yeah uh, Anywho, we figured um, we'd spare the listeners another Giolito game. Yeah, and and we wanted to see Kopech too. Um, yeah. And uh, you know there was some added drama because they got Kopech in the sale trade. Um, yeah. And you know uh, pitching against his former his the team that uh, drafted him. Yeah. So we figured you know what let's just go on Friday instead of Thursday. Uh, thing is we had already bought the tickets for Thursday, so Jeremy had to go and sell the tickets. I had for to flip them. I had to flip them. Yeah. On did, StubHub. Did, did we take a hit on that? We took like a. Th- Six dollar hit okay. or something. So for, for the White Sox, that's still substantial. Well, it's a that's a whole nother ticket. So <laughs> so yeah, it was yeah. That's like you know that's like losing like fifty bucks at a Cubs game. Uh-huh. But um yeah, but anyway, so we tried to make it happen, and then the baseball guy, we angered the baseball guys yep. Yep. because the uh, the rain came. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. um so we'll we'll get into it. Um I should say that it was uh, Pride Night at uh, at uh, Guaranteed Rate Field. Um, so luckily, Daniel Murphy was uh, out of town. He was in Philadelphia, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so he couldn't he couldn't rain on their parade uh, with with the rain. Even though Mother Nature took care of that for themselves, mm-hmm. so uh, so it was Pride Night. Um, so that was cool. Um, the White Sox, like the uh, 
the video board, like those little uh, pinwheel things, they had like a rainbow colored like uh, socks uh, pinwheel or whatever. And mm-hmm. so like that was cool. Like, um, you know, I don't know. It's like it's 2018. Like things should be like totally cool and, and acceptable. But like the, the asshole on the north side of Chicago now is living proof that it, it isn't. And like, you know, you still need to like make these special arrangements or whatever but like it kind of blows my mind that like like major league franchises have like pride nights or whatever yeah. i think it's cool yeah um yeah absolutely and, uh, it is yeah. yeah for sure and uh you know and so much so that we 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 kind of rocked the waters a little bit ourselves i guess yeah um via a little stunt that i pulled well jeremy jeremy thought he would mess with me so he knew i was gonna wear my expos hat so yeah. uh you know, we always meet meet at a, at a certain place by the parking lot outside the stadium. So I'm sitting there with my Expos hat on. Yep. I see Jeremy walk up, and I see his Expos hat on. He's got his Expos hat on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I said to him, Jeremy, I think this is a little much. And he said, yeah, it's definitely a little much. Yeah, yeah, it was a stunt. I, I, I tried to mess with Jack a little bit. I yeah. purposely did not tell you I was going to wear my uh, Expos hat. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, as it so happened, like, I did find out it was Pride Night, maybe earlier, maybe after I already left the house or whatever, but I thought that the visual the visual of the two of us dorks with our Expos hats was enough in and of itself. But then when you couple in the fact that it was Pride Night, and there's two dudes sitting <laughs> together, keeping score, wearing their matching Expos hats... It seemed like maybe we were like a couple on vacation from Montreal or something. <laughs> well, we did have several people ask us if we were from Canada. Yes. I kind of feel like the subtext was like, and are you together? <laughs> you know? Like, like that was the subtext. That was like, what are you really asking us here? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah right. Um, so, uh, so, you know, that's fine. Uh, you know, we're if, if we're going to be a gay couple, we might as well be like a well-informed baseball like uh gay couple you know so there you go so that's that's how it goes oh gosh but um so so in keeping with the fact that it was pride night um the first pitch let's let's get into it Uh um so the first pitch tonight was thrown out by i don't know the exact details but it was a triathlete yeah i think they said an an olympic triathlete right yeah first uh transgendered olympic triathlete it might have been yeah yes yeah so um this uh, athlete, uh, this uh, triathlete, whatever, uh, threw out the first pitch, mm-hmm. uh, a guy, um, threw out the first pitch, and uh, they he threw it, like, it, it I mean, it, it didn't bounce, I think it was no, just high, it was right? just it was just high, and it was a high loping pitch. Yeah, um, yeah, right, it was a high arc, yeah, but, arcing pitch. But, like, uh, it, you know, I, there was nothing particularly, it, it looked like a fir- any other first pitch thrown out by somebody who doesn't normally throw a baseball. Yeah, it looked better than, like, certain, like, fat executives of, like, you know, the head of, like... Uh, Giordano's or something. Right. Like, I don't know. I don't, not to crap on that. That you know, whoever that is. But like some like fat like Century Twenty One insurance salesman or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was totally fine for that. But um, overheard in the stands, uh, someone behind us uh, made a comment. Yeah. Um, to his girlfriend or something mm-hmm. maybe, and he said, uh, "Do you want to say what he said?" Yeah. Yeah. I think he said, uh, "I'm not gonna boo." But I'm not gonna cheer either. <laughs> he at first he was like, "Oh come on!" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Not gonna boo, not gonna cheer." Yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess that's an evolved <laughs> take on the South Side of Chicago for sure. Yeah, Daniel you know? Murphy would have just booed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like, "Well, I disagree with that first pitch. I disagree with the way that it came in, and I disagree <laughs> with the way it crossed over home plate and not in the strike zone." <laughs> um. 
So that was a you know that uh, that was a little uh, tasteless on that guy's part, I think. It, but, it was. Um, it, I mean, I don't know. It's like he wasn't in his living room. No, he said right, it. He right, was in, yeah, in public, but but uh, that was followed up by uh, Chance the Rapper. Uh, his brother, brother, Chance the Rapper's brother. Yeah, the first Ta- pitch. Taylor Bennett. I want to say is that name? okay? Ch- Chance the Rapper's name is Ch- uh, Chancellor Bennett or okay. Ch- Chance Bennett. I think yeah. he was Taylor Bennett. Yeah. Uh, again, like my actually my students, like there's no one who's listening to this knows like so they're not yelling at their at their radio right, right now, at their right. iPod. Yeah, but I think his name was T- Taylor Bennett. Okay, Chance's yeah. brother. He looked like Chance's brother. Yeah, he was he was short too. He was a yeah. short guy. Yeah, tiny um, dude. Yeah, and like the the announcer. We should say to I guess right now that Gene Honda wasn't there. He was not there. No, there was some bootleg Gene Honda. Yeah, some some dude who yeah couldn't hold Gene Honda's fucking jock. Yeah, um, his uh, throat jock. Or yeah, something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I mean he wasn't that bad. But no. when you're in the shadows of Gene Honda, like you got a lot. Uh, yeah, lot this, to live up to. This is weirdly obsessive, but like I feel like. Last year, we went to the uh, game on oh. Friday night. It was Devil Rays versus uh, White Sox, and okay. that was a game Lomo homered in that game. I okay. don't remember what else happened in yeah. it, but that guy was announcing that game. I remember, oh, really? yeah. And Gene Honda was not there, so I wonder if Gene Honda gets like Labor Day weekend off or maybe, something. Maybe he goes up to like you know the UP or something, and like yeah. goes uh, sturgeon fishing yeah. or something. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. But, you know, uh, yeah, so that guy wasn't as good. But, uh, yeah, he was there. Also, uh, before, uh, I, I just want to remember to mention this. So the kid who, like, uh, delivered the lineup cards for the White Sox oh. or whatever, his uh-huh. name was Zach Davies. That's right. I forgot um, about him. Yeah. He was about 12, but he looked older than the actual Zach Davies. Yeah. But also badass uh, military uh, veteran oh, yeah. uh, guy who they brought out in the fourth inning was named James Woods. Oh yeah, that's yeah, uh, right. So it, like you know, yeah, we just had like people whose names were uh, you know celebrity soundalikes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I forgot. I didn't, I didn't put that together. But yeah, okay. So Chance the Rapper's brother threw right. out the first pitch. Right. And the same guy who was behind us had made uh, who commented about the uh, not gonna cheer, not gonna boo. Um, he, th- th- this was just a know-it-all dude. And I didn't um, hear this one. Yeah, he goes like. Um, he goes, uh, I wrote it down, I wrote it down. Um, okay, so he threw out the first pitch, and like, he, he again, he floated it. I mean, whatever, that's yeah. just what happens during first pitches. But the guy goes to his girlfriend again, and he's like, I don't think he warmed up. I can tell. I can tell he didn't warm up. I don't think he warmed up. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, you, what, what do you mean? Like, what? What do you think he was doing? Do you think he was throwing bullpen? Yeah. Like, what, what, again, was he, was he long tossing in the outfield before yeah. he threw that pitch? Was he doing the Trevor Bauer yeah. like like wobbly stick warm up? You yeah. Know? Right. Throwing from foul pole to foul pole. Like uh-huh. yeah, of course he didn't warm up. Yeah. Like when, and, and what kind of astute observation is that? Yeah. Like I'll tell you who warmed up: Nate Eovaldi and Michael Kopech. That's yep. it. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, this guy he he was full of a lot of observations. Unfortunately, we got moved. From mm-hmm. our section, so we we did. It was one of those things where the a guy came in. He's like, "Hey, hey, guys! I think we have this whole row." And then, like, yeah. I think he didn't want to. Like, uh, he was like, "Did did he say something where he's like, you guys can just go sit in some others, like, or well, something?" He, like, he said, what? "I think these four in front of, the, of yeah. us were open." Mm-hmm. This is what usually happens, especially at a White Sox game. If someone shows up and someone's sitting in their seats, but there's a lot of seats in front of those seats, they usually say like. Uh, we'll just sit here until we get chased out. Yeah. And, like, 
he was actually telling us to sit in front of him. Yeah. It's like, why don't you just sit there and we'll just stay where we're at? You yeah. can get a better seat, mm-hmm. but whatever. So mm-hmm. we moved. Uh, we could have we could have shuffled. Actually, you know what he said? He said, like, if you guys want to get closer, I won't tell anybody. It's like, yeah. all right, dude. Don't, don't, yeah. Thanks for, yeah. thanks for getting our you back have to on that the one. the cool guy there. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so we got, we got chased out of there. So I couldn't, we couldn't have, we couldn't hurt here anymore. Gems that this dude behind us was spitting out. No, no. Yeah. Um, so that was a loss, but yeah. we did, so we did get to see three innings of Kopech, uh, before yeah. the rain delay. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. So we got to see Kopech, which was cool, but yeah, the, yeah, angered the baseball gods, but, uh, it didn't start off well for Kopech. No, he hit, he hit, uh, Mookie Betts to start the game off, First which, pitch, right? which, uh, kind of sucked because I wanted to see Betts take a swing on it because he's leading the league in hitting. Yeah, um, I know. He eventually it, did end up getting a base hit. Yeah. But, uh, that, yeah. That, that was, like, you know, a good matchup, though, yeah. Yeah, like, it started off with a hit-by-pitch and then a walk. Four pitches, four-pitch four walk. Yep, and then a four-pitch walk. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, then he threw a first ball to a third batter, which I was, think was uh, J- J.D. 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 Martinez. Yeah. Uh, well, so, uh, again, it was, like, first six... Uh, six uh, pitches were balls, and then finally the strike. That he got the Bronx cheer on the strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that a Bronx cheer or well, was it a genuine cheer? It was a genuine cheer. But yeah, but it should have been a Bronx, the Bronx cheer. cheer. In the Bronx, Bronx it would cheer. be. A, it would have been a Bronx cheer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To go back to our last game episode, yep. the differences between Cubs or White Sox and uh, Yankees. So. Yes. Um, yeah. But uh, actually. Uh, uh, Betts had a uh, brain fart. He uh, got yeah. picked off at second base. Uh, yeah. Um, and here's the thing: How are you going to get picked off at second base? How are you going to get picked off second base? Yeah. Betts? <laughs> How are you going to get picked off second base? <laughs> period. For, first of all, I'll never forget this. I'll just bring this up. Do you remember? I think it was in the 2016 NLCS when like Justin Turner got picked off second base from a throw by Wilson Contreras. Oh uh, yeah. I like, think how so. the fuck are you going to get caught uh, at second base uh, picked off by a catcher? Yeah. But anyway, I'll, I'll let that go. That's that's been buried Wilson, deep for a, a long time. Yeah, Wilson but, does magical things. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Even that was inexcusable. What? So anyway, but are you really going to take the bat out of JD Martinez's hands uh, with two guys on, no yeah. out, and the pitcher clearly like Ro- struggling? A rookie pitcher in his third uh, uh, start, like definitely like like spinning his wheels. Yep, it's like. Don't do this guy any favors. No, no, and you have the the most dangerous hitter in the majors at the yeah. plate right now. Yeah. Um. And you know, I guess to quote uh, James Woods from John Carpenter's Vampires, like not James Woods, the the guy, the veteran, not the veteran, the okay. the actor. To quote him uh, from the movie John Carpenter's Vampires, like if you if you look at J D Martinez's numbers and they don't give you mahogany. Like, you're not a baseball fan. <laughs> you know, 39 homers, 114 oh, wow. RBIs, and like a 335 average coming into the game. It's, I mean, those are, those are great numbers. They so are. anyway, well, Betts got picked off, and then, you know, I said to Jeremy, well, he's going to get out of the inning now. Yeah. That cha- it completely changed the inning, and it did. Uh, he got out of the inning, and he pitched, he pitched three scoreless innings. He was solid, you know, after that. It, yeah. That kind of turned, uh, turned his outing around, get it, that that. Pick off, right yeah, exa- yeah, yeah. That was like it was a turning point in the third batter of the game, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, um, so yeah, so that was you know we we got a brief uh, taste of of Kopech. We um, did. We were saying we're, we got to make a point to go see him next year for sure. Yeah. Um, but the other half, so another player on the on the field who's tied to Kopech is Yoan Moncada. Mm-hmm. They were traded together yep. uh, from the Red Sox to the White Sox for Chris Sale. 
there was someone else in that trade too, I think. Uh, there were two other like minor leaguers. Um, actually, Basabe was in that trade. Oh, Luis, that's right. Luis that's Basabe, right. Yeah, who was yeah, in yeah. the Futures game for yeah, the Yeah, he hit a homer off of Hunter Green. Yeah, and then uh, oh, did he? I didn't know. Okay, yeah. and then there was one other uh, one other guy who yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, um, but but Mankata was uh, in the game on the field and. Uh, you know, the, he has 16 homers, right? I think it was 16. Yeah, he but, hit number 17. Yeah, yeah uh, he's only hitting 220. Hitting so like, 220. it's one of those things where like, and, and and I think maybe some people have called into like question his like his hustle, um, but uh, we've been I've been I've been waiting I know for sure um, to see something big from Mankata this year. Yeah, we've gone to enough White Sox games to have seen something. Yeah, and we haven't. We haven't. Um, and. Uh, uh, he did connect, though, in the bottom of the first inning. He did, and it was an oppo. Uh, he hit it opposite field. He hit it in the White Sox bullpen, uh, so he was hitting from the left side of the plate. Yeah, he hit it out to left field. It was a nice home run. It was a two-run shot. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and, you know, and good for him. Because um, Jeremy and I were texting about him earlier in the day, um, sort of about how him and Giolito have just been allowed to sort of play through their struggles this year. Yeah, for um, sure. Moncada had 184 strikeouts coming into the game, 186 nice. after this game because he K'd twice today. Oh, um, that, that actually got me to thinking about uh, years ago. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Jeremy, but the, the major league record for strikeouts was about 184. Before it had, mm. it's been shattered a couple times since then. Yeah. But it was uh, Bobby Bonds had the record, okay. and uh, Jose Hernandez yep. for the Brewers was approaching that record. Uh, and during like a game uh-huh. where there was actually a lot at stake for the other team because the Brewers were out of it at this point. This was probably 2001. Hernandez was had been their All Star that year. Yeah. And they sat him in an important game so he wouldn't get that record. Yeah. And then like a bunch of a couple other teams who were in the playoff race were pissed off. The Brewers sat him. Yeah, I remember that. I remember mm-hmm. that because that was because um, he was on the Cubs too. Yeah, I think he. I think he was on, he was on the Cubs a couple times, but I think yeah. he was on the Cubs then. The, then that year with the Brewers, yeah. then he ended up back on the Cubs at some point. And yeah, then somehow the Cubs traded him in that like Kenny Lofton trade. I think in 03 or something. Okay, but yeah, um, Jose Hernandez was like a definitely Cubs bum. I would you I would you agree he was a Brewers bum? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Um he yeah. loved to strike out, man. Jesus. He, he did. Um and you know that that record used to be a big deal, I guess. But yeah. now like I I mean I'm sure Adam Dunn broke it. Um yeah. he struck out 200 times at least once, I think. Uh, I know Mark Reynolds did. He struck out like yeah. 225 times in a year or something. Yeah. Crazy. Uh so no, you know. But this tails in this tails in perfectly to my question that I was going to ask you. Oh, I, ha- yeah. I had a ba- I had a yeah. baseball right. philosophical question. Perfect. Okay, so, Jack, and it's coming off the heels of uh, the Mankato home run. What what do you what do you feel is the opposite of a home run in baseball? A triple. A triple, really? Yeah, yeah. Here's why. Here's why. So okay. on a home run, when, when a home run is hit, everybody's standing there, right? Yeah. Uh, when a triple is hit, everybody on the field is running. The, okay. hitter, the hitter's running, the, field. the fielders are all running, um, you know, you've got the guy trying to field the ball in the outfield, then the guy going for the relay throw, uh, you know, the, then, then you get the relay throw, the pitcher's running to back up third base. It's a great play, every, but everybody on the field is moving on a triple, so uh, okay. whereas a home run, nobody's moving, on a triple, everybody's moving. So this, I think that's the opposite of a home run. Okay, we're 19 minutes and 10 seconds into this mm-hmm. podcast. I think we just had the most, like... Uh, insightful, like uh, philosophical, like answer of this whole podcast thus far. Yeah, that was a great answer. Thank you. Thank I was you. gonna say, well, because like I was gonna say, like with the whole sabermetrics thing, like and like 
different ways of thinking about baseball. Like, obviously, we're deep into it at this point. But, like, you know, the strikeout used to be considered, like, uh, the worst thing you could do or whatever. Right. But it's right. not. No. Like, a double play is the worst thing yes. you could do. So I was going to say a double. You know, I don't know. Okay. A triple play, I guess. Is sure. A triple, triple play would be the opposite of a home run. But, sure. Yeah, or a double play. Okay. But, um, but not a strikeout, um, which uh, all those guys did. But right. they were they their numbers were looked at differently once people started looking at numbers differently. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, but sure. yeah, it's better to strike out than to hit a double play. I agree. Yeah, um, that's interesting though. Yeah, it is true. Everyone is moving. I love a home run when the outfielders don't move. Yes, they just know that it's gone. I love a home run when the pitcher doesn't look back at it. Yeah, and he just oh, wants that's another great. ball. Actually, that that happened in that Brewers uh, Reds thirteen to twelve uh, game. Uh, Raisel Iglesias uh, when he oh. gave up that home run to Aguilar, he didn't even look back at it. Nice, uh, I like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then well then the mm. rain then the rains came. The rain, yeah, the skies uh, opened up. The rains came. Yeah, and, and we had a first rain delay. So the question is, uh, you know, what to do during a rain delay? So Jeremy and I didn't really know at first uh how long are how long we were in for yeah um, no i mean because like if we had known the forecast because that there's one thing is like you you friggin kill yourself over um uh what to um like when you see a forecast like and you're like oh the rain's gonna come like this game's gonna get uh uh, delayed or whatever, or, or rained out. Like you, um, you you uh, agonize over it, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, if you're prepared for it, at least, like, you're prepared for the rain delay. But like, we did we not weren't in the know. mentality of yeah, it. We had no idea, so we had no we had uh, no idea. I'm trying to look up how long that rain delay was. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So like, yeah. So I guess a good thing to talk about is since we had a rain delay, is like, what do you do during a rain delay? Basically. Yeah. Now, normally, Jeremy, I was gonna say what you do is you kind of get up and you walk around a little bit. Right. Um, yeah. But we we actually tried that. We tried so it, we 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 mentioned that it was a warm and muggy night. So we actually went back into the concourse for a second. Yeah. Because um, we had briefly thought about um, maybe meeting up with one of our friends who we had known was was there. But right. um, it, it just uh, the logistics of it didn't really work out because you know we weren't in any specific seat and it kind of seemed like they weren't either. And yeah. So, but we had gone back into the concourse for a second. And it was really hot there. It was like a sauna. It was a sauna. There There were people coming from all directions, uh, all over the place. It was really crowded because, you know, you had, well, there weren't 30,000 people at that game. But, you know, you had the 20,000 people who were probably there all in the the concourse. So it was very very crowded. And it was was a mess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So walking around was not really on the table. Not really, no. And like, uh, yeah, and especially, yeah, I mean, you can't walk around the outfield anyway because it's exposed and we right. it rained on. Nope. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, do you eat? I did end up getting food at some point. But, what did you uh, What did you get, Jeremy? Well, I got um, I got an Italian sausage. Mm-hmm. I think I got one at a previous game. It, it looked it looked good. It looked like it had some grilled onions on it. A lot of grilled onions. I got the onions and like, I'm always torn about what to get on the Italian sausage. But uh, and I do like that the White Sox. Uh, give you the option of getting uh, red sauce on it, which mm. is like uh, it's like the other way to go. You can get the Italian sausage with like the sweet and hot peppers, or one or the other, or you can get it with the um, the the red sauce and the sweet peppers or whatever. So like, um, I got onions and peppers. Mm. It was good. I, I always opt for an Italian sausage. It's always good. Yeah. There was a weird guy at the food stand, though. I can mention this. Oh, yeah. Um, there were two girls working the stand. There was a guy standing there who was an employee of the White Sox, and he had some kind of, like, 
I don't know if he had just eaten there or whatever, but there was a guy, like an older guy, um, like getting his food or whatever. And like he, I just walked in on the middle of it and he was standing, like the security guard guy was standing right next to him. So I didn't know if there was like a fight or something, but he said, he was like talking to the girl and she was like preparing his like Italian sausage. And he's like, all right, all right, uh, I'll take the uh, Italian sausage. And like he like made like air quotes or whatever. Like he was like, like questioning the uh, the authenticity of, of like the Italianness of the sausage. He's like, and give me those peppers, give me those peppers and make it nice and thick. Like make, make a, put, make, give a big line of peppers there. And like he was like, he was like going into these weird de- like uh like specifics about what he wanted and like it was just really weird like the girls just seemed like kind of shell-shocked and then he got his thing and then he left and then the security guard like apologized to me he's like sorry man and i was like i had walked around him so i missed what he said but I'm like, or like i didn't really i engage with him but then the girls were just shell-shocked like the one girl then was just staring at me and i'm like i had an italian sausage yeah. and like they were dragging their feet, like giving me the, my food, and like it was just weird. I don't know what happened, but he looked like just like crazy old guy. Or yeah, something. So yeah, it was weird. I walked in the, into the <laughs> middle of something, and I don't know what it was, but it was it was weird. Oh man, so. you should have given them the air quotes too, dude. Yeah, that I know that would have messed with them. I want my. Uh, you can give me my Italian sausage. <laughs> give me a big thing of onions. Like, get it. what a weirdo, man. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, I, I got up right before um, the uh, like right when they were getting ready to uh, resume the game, basically. Sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So um, yeah. So okay. So anyway. So here's the thing with like what do you do during a game? Um, luckily, I have the ML- I have MLB TV. Yes. Yep. So I pulled up the Cubs game. Yep. I will say this, Jack. Every time we're at a White Sox game. There's a Cubs game on that I should be watching. Yeah, I mean, and, and usually that game will get pulled up for parts of the White Sox game that we're watching. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, I'll, I'll at some point I'll be like, I'll think to myself, why am I here? Mm-hmm. I should be watching. I think I said this actually in yeah. an earlier game, but like, you know, it's a big game for the Cubs. Actually, it was it was a Cubs Phillies. versus Brewers game. Okay, there yeah, it was. That's yeah, definitely yeah. what it was. So yeah, we should have. We both had better things to do. Yeah, exactly. And well, and so we pulled up the Cubs game and we pulled up the um, the, the Brewers, Brewers game. game. Brewers yeah. game had an exciting finish to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very cool to see Bryce Harper crap the bed there. It, yeah, yeah. Oh, to, yes, he did. Yeah. So, um, so we watched that. Um, one thing that I noticed, it, it took me a, a bit to like uh, to, to for it to really set in, but like they were playing this like loud ass music the mm-hmm. whole rain delay. Yes, yeah. And so like I guess it's like I guess it was the purpose of it was to keep people in the stadium, like like to get them like keep them like lively and active and and aware and alert. Yeah. Um. But like there were like dan- there were random dance parties like yeah, breaking out I around mean, us. The, the dance party broke out. Yeah. Like to our right like, or whatever. They were playing like Bruno Mars or something. And, like, yeah. This group of like teenage girls or something were dancing. Or yeah. Something. It was it was it was weird. And then so so Jeremy and I were sitting there. So we were we were close to the end of the aisle. Right. It was like me and Jeremy. And then there was one seat in the aisle. Right. Yeah. To my right. Right. Uh, so there was one seat open. So. So this lady sits down in that seat that was open. She asked us, like, can, is can, anyone is sitting somebody there? sitting there? Yeah. I said, no, you go ahead. Yeah. And then so her husband, who was, like, also with her, sits down on, like, the, the stairs. Next he, did to, he sit down? I think he might have sat down. I'm They're not, I'm not like sure. They're in 60s or something. Yeah, right? I mean, so, and but there was also an open seat to Jeremy's left. Right, right. Now, I had, like, I was like, 
maybe we should move over. I don't know. Like, but Jeremy, it was, yeah. yeah, it was weird because we were so we were talking. We were like, I was texting with a friend of ours, yeah. and like, it was funny actually. Just to take a really quick side note, like, what do you do during a rain delay? Like, we 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 had a frank discussion about like because we would planned on recording after the game, yeah. But now we knew because they made an announcement. It was weird. They were like, "There's rain in the area," and. We expect an, a rain delay of one to two hours. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, you don't hear that often. No, you don't. Yeah. We were discussing the virtues of, like, would you rather know that or not know that? And, mm-hmm. like, I was saying that the news made me mad when I yeah. heard one to two hours. Like, that's ridiculous. Uh, but then, on the other hand, I was like, well, I'm glad that they're upfront about it. You know? Yeah, they're upfront about it. And, you know, a one-hour rain delay is a lot different than a two-hour rain delay. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and and ours ended up being a two-hour rain they delay. They couldn't really pinpoint it. Two hours and no. nine minutes. I yeah. looked it up. Oof, two hours that's, and nine uh, that's, a, that's a long time. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we went on a couple tangents there. But um, we we were deciding what to do, right? Yeah. And it's like, so it's like, okay, well, do we record tomorrow? And do we start drinking? Right. <laughs> like, do we do both? Do we mm-hmm. meet up with our friend and drink with him? like they're gonna shut they're gonna cut it off at some point so then we're gonna be (laughs) drunk but yeah not able to drink anymore and one beer is ten dollars yeah and do we want to spend like fifty dollars on like like a couple beers so like we had a we had a frank discussion about what to do yep um we thought maybe that our friend was going to come down and meet us yeah um so we were keeping some seats open in my mind i was thinking like well we might have a guy joining us. so we should keep the seat open you can use it open um, but eventually, like, what happened was the couple came by, she sat down, the other guy was just standing in the aisle, and then what happened? Yeah, so some white knight, uh, Red Sox <laughs> fan, uh, I mean, he was a, a, an older dude, or whatever, but he was like, he, he, he tried, he, late 40s he, he gets, or yeah, he gets our attention, and he's like, hey, can you guys move over one? Like, I guess so that this couple could, like, sit down together. Yeah, so the husband um, could sit down or whatever. Yeah, and look... I don't mean to seem like an asshole here, but it's like, that's not, yeah, right, too, yeah, but it's like, that's not my fucking problem, that yeah. these aren't their seats, they're not our seats either, but right. they're not their seats, and there's other seats available. Yeah, it's so, true, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of seats, a lot of places where they could sit. Yeah. Um, I, the whole thing was just, it, 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 was, so, it was, it was, it was troublesome, because, yes. like, I had all my stuff in, like, the cup holder. Yeah. Like, we would have had to move over. I didn't know if like our friend was coming down to meet us. Right. They also didn't say explicitly that, say, "Hey, could we get two seats?" Yeah. If if they would have if they would have asked, I yeah. would have been okay with. Right. It. Exactly. But yeah. But the fact that this other guy had to like butt in. Yeah. It's and, like, like, mind your own business, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Mind your own business, dude. Yeah. Um, uh, so then we actually. So then we did we did move over. Yeah. Like you know did. okay you know you can call us assholes all you want but we did we did move over we didn't make a big deal out of it. Yeah. Um. And so then the the lady thanks me or whatever, and I said, you know, because I was I was actually the one sitting next to her at that point, and I said, yeah, no problem. And she's like, she points down, she's like, our seats are down there, and I was like, oh yeah, well you don't want to get soaked. And then like you know, after a, a minute later or whatever, the rain kind of it was it kind of started to let up. It right. was one of those parts in a storm when it's not raining as hard as as others. Right. So then I said to her, I was like, oh hey, it looks like it's it's letting up a little bit, and she she points at the sky and she's like. Yeah, well, there's still all that lightning up there, and I wanted I wanted to go to her. What am I, a fucking meteorologist? Like, I just let you sit here. Like, you know, why don't you? Like, I'm just trying to make a little like conversation, you know, or, or whatever. You you should have just said you you could have said something like, oh yeah, well I hope it stays that way or something. You know, you don't have to like you have to shoot me down, you know, as if like she was. As because you were just yeah you were just like making convert you were just yeah. being polite uh, yeah as if like she was like saying like. 
we're not leaving if you're trying to push us out of here. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about it from that so, perspective. Yeah, I don't but, know. They were there for not actually very that no, long. No, and then they, they were there for like 10 or 15 minutes, and yeah. then they left. They got up and they left, and like, honestly, Jack, you should have went back out to the edge there. Yeah, I should have. Because almost immediately, the fucking, these two dudes came by. Yeah. They look like the, the twins from Breaking Bad. The Salamanca, <laughs> the cousins or whatever. Yeah, the Salamanca, like, cousins. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just pulled it up here. But, uh, nice. Okay. These kids go and sit down next to us, and they're yeah. like, they're eating, like, uh, sunflower seeds. Yeah. And I knew... I knew what was going to happen. Mm. They were going to sit there for the rain delay and then leave, and then there was going to be seeds everywhere. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Just seeds everywhere. Yep. Um, yeah. But uh, so, okay, the Breaking Bad twins came, came and sat down next to us, and uh, we were all jam-packed in like sardines. Yep. Yeah. Um, there was another dude. There, there was people who came and sat to – because we should say there was no one around us at all before the rain no, delay no and, and then everyone left the the lower seats and sat and pulled and like like pushed in next to us that's what's annoying about it yeah it's like you oh you guys have great seats but now that it's raining you don't like your seats anymore mm-hmm. you want to sit by us by yeah the, by the low lifes yeah like okay fine that's great we'll just move like we have our stuff here but we'll just move in and compact ourselves anyway um this th- these group of people were sitting to my left and we had another friggin' rocket launcher guy a guy who like shoots himself down the aisle like before you have a chance to move or pick up anything. So I had my my clipboard and my scorecard on on the ground leaning against the uh, seat in front of me, and he was trying to get through. And like he was like zoom, like getting right gets right in there, and I'm like I'm like hold on, and like I got this stuff, and then I was standing up. As soon as I picked up the scorecard, he he then starts going again, and I'm like we're getting up, we're getting up, and I like I stood up and I like. He walked by, and I'm like, "We're getting up." Like I said him yeah. one more time in his yeah. ear, in his ear. Um, and then he came back. He like climbed over the seats, but he did that thing where like the where you can't actually get over. Like he he screwed up. Like his like feet were wet or something. And he like he like slid his way like it was it was like sliding feet first in a home. Like he slid his way into the aisle over the aisle uh, behind us. So they were a mess and they were annoying. They ended up staying there after the rain delay ended. Uh-huh. And uh, then they eventually left after a while. And I should note that they left another big box of chicken fingers and waffle fries. And they looked so damn good. And they didn't even, I don't even think they touched, they like peeled off some of the breading on one chicken finger. I think that's the only thing that they touched on the whole thing. Yeah. It was a mess. What a waste. What it, a goddamn. Yeah, it was a waste. What a waste. Yeah, no, and I was gonna I was gonna say, yeah, Jeremy, you were probably looking for money in that box too. There <laughs> might have been some money in there with yeah. I mean there was money in food, there that that's for sure. Right, right, yeah. It's like you know that scene in Heat where uh Pacino finds uh Natalie Portman. It is Natalie yes. Portman, right? And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. She yeah. She's the do- she's his daughter, yeah. She tries to kill herself mm-hmm. and then he like carries her into the emergency room and then he's like Overdose or no? What do you? What do you? No, he. She didn't overdose. She, she like slit her wrist. Yeah, or something. yeah. He says something. He just says like suicide attempt or something like that. Uh-huh. And then he walks and he's like walking. He's like fucking waste. That's what I feel <laughs> about the food. <laughs> fucking waste. Yeah. Anyway. Well, there was some rain delay theater going on on the uh, the score the scoreboard. Um, yeah. So they were doing like a pictogram thing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, which I had never seen before. It was called like Seventh Inning Sketch. Is that what it was called? Yeah, that was what they called it. Cool. Yeah. Um, no. Okay. So yeah, there was some quality rain delay theater programming on yeah, the big screen. There was. Um, um, it was more interesting than the Rays Indians game that they were showing in in between. Right. Like, and they yeah. yeah they were showing they were showing a lot of games. They had two games at once and they were flipping around. They, it was and weird. Tigers Yankees. I think. Yeah, definitely Tigers Yankees. And I guess they put that on to appease the Red Sox fans or whatever. Even though the Yankees ended up winning. Right. So maybe that was the plan, like mm-hmm. just to rub it in their face or something. Yeah. But um, there were some, yeah, some. Um, so, yeah, I think I also, I just, I randomly looked this word up, but it's called a rebus. Um, when you, uh, like a pictogram with like pictures, but when it's pictures and letters or whatever. So there was one, it was on our uh, Instagram uh, story, but like it was like a car and then an L plus L and then like a fist. Plus a K or something, so it was like Carlton Fisk, or yeah. Whatever. But it was it was good stuff, and like, but it also seemed like it was from like 1983. Yeah, they it was it reading. was impossible to tell how old it was because right. they they also had an Ed Farmer one. Yeah, so it was, oh, that's it was, true. Yeah, it was definitely like from at least the early 90s when people would have still remembered who those guys were. But it had to yeah. be from the 80s though, right? Because Ed Farmer. I think he pitched with the White Sox before well, he was. He the, was in there in the early '80s, at least. Right? Yeah, you know, he yeah. pitched in the '70s and the '80s, and like, I, obviously, he's the radio guy now. But um, I think he pitched for the White Sox. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, it, it was old. Um, but just in general, I think that the White Sox. I think they had some cool. They had the old bad classics on the video board, um, but they had some other cool things that like. I think in general they, they were showing like different graphics and stuff, and I think they were kind of starting to turn the corner a little bit. And I can't help but wonder if they were listening to our mm-hmm. our podcast and maybe they took a cue from our uh, harsh criticisms. Well, well, since we're you know we're, we're talking about the scoreboard stuff, we might as well talk about brewing with Ricky. Yeah, sure, let's do that. So th- there was another one. Now, so, so Jeremy, I'm wondering like how many how many new ones they made. So it's like, is it once a series or once a homestand? Um, so this is interesting mm-hmm. actually because I think when we go to the Angels game next week, that'll be the same homestand, right? Oh yeah. So I wonder if they make one one new one for every homestand. But anyway, so I do think they're all in the can already. Oh but, yeah, they're all in the yeah, can for sure. But, but yeah, but yeah, when do they bust them out? Because yeah, we, there's it's been a different one each time. It has, it has. Yeah. Um, this one was, um, God damn it, man. I, I yelled at the video board yeah. afterwards, and I'm like, just put a little more, just put one ounce more of effort into this thing. Yep. You can make it better. This is why I'm telling you, some freaking like hipster freak is like doing. They're they're directing these these videos, and they're like, don't worry, we got it, we mm-hmm. get it, we get it, we get it. Baseball and beer, Goose Island, we get it. We're gonna do it. Like, don't worry, we got it. Yeah. And like, it's just like. So they start off, they always start off with the, like, we got a new manager. Yep. And, and then, so this one was just, like, guys, um, like, like messing with, like, the big vat of beer or something, or, like, some kind of big, like, vat container where they had, like, an open hatch, and they were, like, adding things into this, like, vat, and they're wearing White Sox jerseys, and Ricky Renteria is standing there watching them, and... I, I can tell what they did. The director told Ricky, like, all right, just look at them and look at the hatch and look at them and look at the hatch. And that's exactly what he was doing. He was just, like, you could tell his gaze was going here to there to here to there to the guys to the hatch, the guys to the hatch. And then 
the guys were improvising and then they closed the hatch. And as soon as they closed the hatch, Ricky goes like, all right, good job, good job. Yep. That was the whole thing. Yep, that was that it. That was it. That was all there was. You could have tried just a little freaking harder yeah, and made yeah. it a little better. So there was one part, too, at the beginning where uh, they show him walking in. I'm not sure if this one's in every one and this is just the first time I've caught it. Mm-hmm. But they show him walking into the uh, the brewery or whatever and he's got a, a mug in one hand, like a coffee mug. Oh, yeah, And he's yeah, got yeah. a can of beer and he's yeah. pouring the beer and, and then, like, taking a sip. Yeah, but exactly. So are we implying that this new manager drinks on the job? Yeah, that's I guess not, he does. Maybe that's how it's done at breweries, but still, like, not super cool, right? No, and he's also, like, a Major League Baseball manager, and he's drinking on the job. Yeah, right. Maybe it's a commentary on, like, the beer and chicken Red Sox team. I don't know. But, <laughs> no. um... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I actually think that that was in the previous ones, too. Was it? Okay, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it, I mean, and why is he pouring beer into a coffee mug? I don't know. Yeah, like, no. It, I mean, a coffee mug isn't synonymous with a baseball manager, so I, why does he have to put it in a coffee mug? I don't know. He should put it, put it in a Gatorade cup yeah. or something. You know? yeah. I don't know, whatever. But anyway, it, there's a million things wrong with it. So brewing with Ricky is still you know, as bad as ever. Yeah. As is Big Fly, which was oh, back God. again. Yep. And, and so, yeah, first of all, you know, Jeremy pointed out that there's there's tons of balls flying around everywhere. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the, the interface of the game is like the, it's like a video, like a baseball video game. Like, it's from the catcher's POV, and it's looking out, um, and like the, the pitcher is throwing balls, and like, there's just balls flying over the field, over the fence, like home runs. But for every one pitch that the guy throws, there's like five home runs that go out. And, it's, and there's numbers in the corner. We yeah. don't know what the numbers no, are. And so, like, the, the winning score today was like 3,300 something. And, like, yeah. well, but where do they get that number from? Is that the total combined feet of the home runs? Yeah. Uh, it, it's just a mess. No, it, it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. But the prize for it, the winning prize, was a free flight to anywhere in the <laughs> uh, in the 48 uh, states, the yeah. continental yeah, United free States. Domestic flight, yeah, and that that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, but like I, f- I feel like I wouldn't, I wouldn't win if I if I got that. Um, well, or, you yeah. know, cause I don't, I wouldn't know how to play. I wouldn't know what I was doing. No, well, yeah, no, I don't. It, it, the whole but, thing's ridiculous. No, but and the I, guy probably is going to pick a flight to St. Louis or something. Yeah, so. well, actually, you know, last year or in previous years though, like they had a person answer like a trivia question, and then you would get the the free flight or that's whatever. right. You remember? I remember, so, I do remember because we would actually. comment like, "Wow, that's a pretty cool prize for that." I remember, but, yeah, and the, and it was ridiculously easy too. It was like, yep. A picture of like the Parthenon, like, yeah, right, uh, right, like the the Sphinx, yeah. and like uh, you know something in L.A. And it'd be like, which one of these is Los Angeles? Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, all right, you win a trip to Los Angeles. Anyway, yeah. Um. So so there was um, uh, I don't know. There that there, there were the old classic strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Um. But then there was some. There's there's like a cool graphic when um, uh, uh Tim Anderson got a base hit. Um, they showed they were showing like those like old school graphics of like um, you know those old animations or whatever and so I think it was uh, Tim uh, Anderson got a hit at one point it was in the bottom of the seventh and then they showed a graphic with like a plate of spaghetti and meatballs and it said what a meatball like I thought that was pretty cool like that's kind of like a throwback so like they were they were peppering in some good things here and there um, there but. You know, and then there was they actually caught some funny stuff too. Like there was uh, the t-shirt toss, and they threw like um, uh, a t-shirt toss, and some guy with an uh, Atlanta Braves shirt caught the t-shirt, and like he was just like looking at it, and then um, 
just before they cut away perfectly, there was a hand that like inserted itself into the frame and just gave a big thumbs down, which was pretty funny. It's like, of course, the White Sox, you know, got stuck with a dude giving a thumbs down. Yeah, and you know, Jeremy, I I noticed uh, I noticed another one uh, too. You mentioned uh, the Tim Anderson one, but there was like one other one. I can't remember what the word was, but they uh, maybe it was just like make noise or whatever. But it, it looked like a very '80s graphic. It was like an old graphic. Uh-huh. So um, I think it's cool, like that they're kind of bringing those back. Yeah, um, I mean, I think that's the way to go. Like, yeah, you can't go wrong with that kind no, of stuff. No, there was one graphic though that I need to mention. You didn't see it. Yeah. Um, but it was, let me see if I can find it. It was, uh, da, 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 da. I'm probably not going to be able to find it. Oh, top of the fourth inning after uh, Kinsler struck out looking. Okay? And he was arguing. He uh, mm-hmm. he almost yep. got thrown out. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, he, he didn't did. get thrown out, right? Because we never made a note of that. Yeah, no, he didn't. He was still in the game. And he made a nice relay throw uh, later in the game. Yeah, so exactly. He, he did not. Bogarts did they, uh, later. But yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. right. Yeah. Bogarts got thrown out. So there was a um, graphic after he, he, he got Called, he got called, rung up looking, um, and he was arguing with the ump, and they showed a graphic, and it kind of looked like, like kind of like industrial looking, like kind of like T2 style, like machine, machine like, like brushed metal or whatever, and it said tension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was really funny. It's like, like, oh, this guy's mad, he's arguing, there's tension <laughs> going on. So like, uh-huh. I thought that was pretty funny. Like, I, that's great. That's funny stuff. So yep. like, Keep that stuff. I don't know. I think hopefully if they can keep on that uh, on that uh, tip, they they might you know get some good stuff going for sure. Um, um, well, eventually the fans uh, decided that the rain delay was over. Yeah, I mean, so like, yeah, there was um, you know, I don't know, there was uh, all kinds of stuff going on. Um, but let's see, we saw one guy walk out to, like because the rain the the rains dried up. Yeah, uh, one guy walked out to the field or walked out to the bullpen. Yeah, it was the bullpen catcher. It was their bullpen catcher. All right, like, and came then to the bullpen. Yeah, and then like the 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 grounds crew came out and they yep. started like grabbing the edge. They all they were doing were like circling the tarp and, and like grabbing a hand on the edge of it. Yeah, but then everyone just started walking back to their seats. Yep. So it's almost as if the the fans decided like, well, this rain delay is over. Yeah, they never announced it. Uh, There's no the announcement. PA system. Nope. No, no, nothing. The tarp hadn't even officially come off. No. And, like, going to enough games, you, you learn about the thing where, like, okay, the tarp comes off and everyone cheers. And then they put it back on and everyone boos. But they mm. only put it back on so they could roll it up again. Right. But it's, like, this little, like, back and forth that happens between the the crowd and the, the grounds crew or whatever. But the, the people just started going back, like, filing back to their seats. So, like, they had deemed that this rain delay was over. Yep. And sure enough, it was. Um they gave like a 23 minute like it's like this game will resume at 10:05 yeah or and you know i think in 10:05 like we still have it all because so the game was delayed in the bottom of the third inning so it was still almost a full game left to be played so yeah. uh you know there were some questions i had of uh you know like uh, how fast are they actually going to get this game and well you know we both had it you know are they going to just kind of be swinging at the first pitch or the our pitcher is going to be working fast uh that was not the case no. So the two pitchers who um, who, who ended up uh, st- restarting the game yeah. were uh, Pomerantz for Boston yeah. and uh, Dylan Covey for yeah. uh, the White Sox. Which we got a confirmation that it was Covey based from, off of the uh, bootleg Gene Honda. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like so, like I mean, and geez, talk about a swing. So like yep. we we go like we're there to see Covey, and or I mean we're there to see Kopech, and we were like. 
like I thought it was cool to see Ivaldi. He's a hard thrower. He hit. He hit. Uh, uh, I think he hit a hundred. He hit a hundred on one. He hit a hundred yep. on a pitch, like in like the second or first or second inning or whatever. Yep. And so like yeah, it was like all right, cool. And then we come back from the the, the delay and we get Pomeranz and Covey. It's like oh yeah. boy, you know. Yeah, I feel like Pomeranz had a, a a good season with Boston maybe a year or two ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's living off of that. Yeah, he is. He is living off of that. Um, his ERA <laughs> this year is five five plus five plus. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, so was Covey's. Um, yeah. But oddly enough, with a four and twelve, a robust four and twelve record <laughs> yeah. coming into the game. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, who is it that can't get? Uh, uh, Degrom is like eight and eight. Or yeah, whatever, yeah, eight you know, and nine. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, uh, anyway, um, but uh, so those guys actually with their high ERAs both through good outings. Um, uh, Kobe ended up going three scoreless uh, yeah. and got the win. He I'm labored, pretty sure. Like, like yeah. there were there were points where he seemed like to be laboring a little yeah, bit, but he, he wasn't he in a hurry up, for he sure. He gave up hits to the first two batters he faced. Yep, but yep. he um, he locked it down and uh, he only gave up three hits total, and uh, he ended up earning the win. He so did. he is five and twelve now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's getting further away from the Anthony Young, uh, one in nineteen like record. Oh, I don't know if you man. remember that guy. Was, I like, don't remember that. He was on the Mets, and then eventually the Cubs got him. He he like famously lost like nineteen games with the Mets. He was like one in nineteen or something. Oh god! And then the Cubs just had to have him, and the Cubs signed him. Like you wouldn't. He didn't leave baseball. He actually he like went to the Cubs. Who was the uh, just real quick? Who was the guy for the Tigers in 03 who lost twenty games and oh, like broke that? Was it Mike Maroth? It was Mike Maroth. Yep. Yes, that that's nice. who that was. He actually ended ended up pitching with the Cardinals. Um, nice, uh, but Ch- chicken Maroth. <laughs> um, yeah. But, Very cool. So, uh, so, so that was uh, Kobe. Uh, he ended up pitching three scoreless. Pomeranz pitched four scoreless, uh, despite giving up seven hits. Yeah, they didn't seem like they were doing good, but their their lines looked good at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. Um, I was always wondering, like you know, so it was a bummer that Co- that Kopech uh, left the game. Mm-hmm. We'll never know what would have happened if he would have kept pitching. But um, my only assumption was that the White Sox bullpen would have blown it for sure. But it would have been um, a different game, I think, too. It would have been a lot. It would have stayed three nothing. It wouldn't have been uh, well. There would have been no Thornburg. Anyway, I yeah. just, I feel like it obviously would have been a different game. You're right. For uh, sure. Vieira Vieira would not have been available to blow it. He <laughs> no, knew last night's. Game, I know so. someone else would have had to have the honor of blowing the game. Yep. Um, yep. Jack, here's something that I noticed, and I've noticed this before, and I think it's an interesting phenomenon. Um, so Kopech started, he pitched three innings, and then Dylan Covey came in. Mm-hmm. Now the numbers, their numbers, all right, Kopech is number 34. Yeah. Covey is number 68. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Which is double the number of Kopech, yep. 60, uh, 34. Uh, I've seen that happen before, and uh, I just think it's cool yeah. when it happens. No, that that is uh, that is interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so, almost as good as Sishik uh, versus Nishik. Uh, yeah, the two pitchers who got the decisions the in the nice Phillies Cubs game. Yeah, Nishik beats Sishik. <laughs> yeah. Um. So one of the first things Pomerantz did when he came in for the bottom of the third inning uh, for the Red Sox was he hit Daniel Palka with a pitch. He buzzed Daniel Palka in a sure. serious way. Yeah. So uh, we didn't. Jeremy and I didn't see the replay of this. They didn't show it on the scoreboard. But he must have hit the brim of uh, Palka's helmet because yeah. his, his his helmet came off. Yeah. Um. It was like an old west like uh, 
like where they shoot like the cowboy hat and it spins around on his head. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I had actually said to Jeremy before the game uh, that Polka has become my favorite White Sox. Sure. And um, you know, so I would have been uh, really sad to see him like take a pitch to the face. I sure. mean, everybody yeah. would have been sad, but I would have been exceptionally sad. Yeah. But uh, the reason for that is so he hit a walk off homer. I think it was at versus Cleveland a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and Neil Ramirez. Um, but he gave a funny interview after the game. So it was one of those things where, you know, he gets mobbed at home plate, and then two minutes later he's giving an interview for television. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the reporter asks asks him, they're like, uh, uh, the reporter says, so what, what were you trying to do in that at bat? And he went, Homer... And then, uh, and then, and then the, the reporter asked, "Well, you know, you struck out in your previous three at bats. What did you do differently in this at bat?" And he went, "Homer." And, and that was like it was like he kept it was like it was clear it was clear that every answer he was going to give to any question was Homer. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, "This guy's this guy's weird. Like he's got kind of a sense of humor. I like him. Uh, yeah. He's the type of guy like he's just a big dude." He's yeah. not going to bring much to the table besides like homering, just brute, you know, brute strength. Just brute strength. <laughs> He's the guy that, uh, uh, like, to quote my uh, little league coach, Mister Zilski, uh, he can hit the far one. Uh, that sure. was said in reference to a kid named Mike Kleppitz. This is from twenty plus years ago. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, but um, yeah, you know, Daniel Polka can hit the far one, but he's not sure going to do much else. But like, you know, I don't know. I like him, and he seems like. He seems like the type of guy who's like he seems like he, he's from the south side of Chicago. Even I don't know where he's from, right? But like I yeah. feel like I feel like the White Sox found him like you know just working a, a construction job downtown with like a, a yellow vest on. Yeah, and they're like this guy looks like he could hit a ball far. Like let's just sign him. Yeah, no, totally. That's like that's the Paul Canerco thing. It's yes, like, this yep. guy does not seem like a major league baseball player. Like, he couldn't have been on a more perfect uh, team than the White Sox. No, no. Like, how did Paul Canerco play, like, start his career with the Dodgers, yeah, I think? Yeah, That's just not, that's in Congress. Doesn't make sense, yeah. No, no, it's ridiculous. He's um, not a Red either, but. No, yeah, yeah, he was on the Reds too, yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, but so anyway, yeah, Daniel Polka got hit by a pitch. Uh, but, you know, Jeremy and I uh, were sort of commenting that it was funny that they resumed the game because nothing was happening. In the game, nothing happened. No. after that until what the eighth inning or something. Yeah, well, yeah. David Davidson seventh. hit a three-run bomb in the seventh, seventh off of Thornburg. Yeah. yeah. So you know, uh, here's another trade thing for for the Red Sox. Uh, they they traded uh, uh, Travis Shaw. Yep. To the Brewers for Tyler Thornburg, which must be like currently one of the worst trades in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, it, I, I would be hard-pressed to think of a worse one um, right now. I mean, Shaw, Shaw is having, he's hitting under 250 this year. He's got 27 homers, like 75 RBIs. He dealt with a wrist issue in June, but he seems like he's going to be a perennial, like, 30 homer, yeah. 90 to 100 RBI guy. For sure, and, um, and the team can make him play second base. <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, the Red Sox could certainly use him at first or third base instead of Nunez and, you know, whoever they're throwing out there at yeah. first base. Real quick, I'll talk about Nunez in a second, but do you remember when they, they made that trade? I told you, Jack, that I liked that trade for the Brewers. Yeah. yeah I liked I, Shaw. I remember that, and we actually saw Shaw in 2015 when we did the full Legue. That's um, right, We yeah. saw the Sox-Red Sox game uh, on that Monday night. Um, That's right. So, yeah, he played first base that night for them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so that was just a horrible trade by Dave Dombrowski. I don't, yeah. know, what, I don't know what Dave Dombrowski he was thinking, yeah, but Tyler Thornburg know. got lit up. His line was one inning pitched, three hits, 
three earned runs, two walks, three strikeouts. It's a um, full line for one inning of Yes, work. it is. Yeah, 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 it really is. Actually, you know, they probably wanted him to, to go, like, two innings mm-hmm. if, they, if, they, if he wouldn't have completely shat the bed in yeah. that first one. Um, I'm sure they didn't want it because Workman, uh, if I'm not mistaken, worked uh, on Thursday night as well. Okay. Uh, I think he pitched. I'm sure they didn't want to have him pitch. Well, he but, is a workman. Yeah, he is a workman. That's, yeah. that's a good name for it. Yeah. Thornburg's line would have been good if he pitched. If you changed that one inning to seven innings, it would have been a pretty <laughs> nice outing. But anyway, yeah. speaking of the Red Sox third baseman, Eduardo Nunez, like we were trying to guess, we were trying to like name like his path to the Red Sox, like mm-hmm. where he started, where he came from. He's one of those guys who seems like he's played for every team. In the yep. majors, you yep. know. Turns out yeah. he's played for what four? Yeah, he's played for four teams. So Jeremy called the Yankees, and then yeah. we also we also called the the Twins, the Giants, and you know currently his current team. Yeah, um, yeah. So, but he, he seems like he's been on a bunch of teams. We do actually, Jeremy. I have a memory about Eduardo Nunez. Okay. Um, so it was during 2016, I believe, that he was traded to the Giants. Um, and, uh, maybe it was 15, I don't know, whatever it was when the Cubs were in a playoff race and they were sort of battling the Giants for maybe a wild card spot. No, no, it must've been a a 16. Anyway, whatever, whatever. Uh, so, so Nunez, um, I texted you that like the Giants got Nunez and you you said, yeah, not too worried about that or something. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I remember, I remember thinking that's a, that's a nice amount of like hubris. Uh, you know, uh, you know, they were, it was destiny that year. That's good. I'm proud of myself for that Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, Adam Engel, the walk-up music, gotta change it. We gotta change that music, Adam Angle. Uh-huh. It sounds like the B side to Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> it was like dee 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 It's weird. It's weird that his average is two thirty seven. Like that's really that's like other players. That's like hitting three hundred for another player. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. I'm used. I'm so used to seeing it below two hundred that I was surprised that it was up that high. Man, Adam Angle. Adam Angle is almost like he's not, but he's almost like the Cubs. Or the White Sox, Jason Hayward, <laughs> to an extent. Yeah, you know, yeah. if he could just hit like two fifty-five yep. or something, and like get like ten homers, like I think everyone would be feeling pretty good about. Yeah, that. just hit him in the nine hole, and yeah, let him do his thing in center. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, um, yeah. So a couple of things. Oh, okay. This is something that's funny that happened uh, towards the end of the game. There was a there was um okay. So there's the bottom level, and then there's the upper deck, and then there's like um. I don't know if they call them club uh, boxes or whatever, but it's that weird section that's between the two uh, upper deck and lower deck. I don't basically. think I've ever sat there. No, we, no. I think you need like special yeah, tickets I'm for sure, that. I'm certain you do. Yeah. However, I would like to sit there at one point in my life because uh, it seems like they get a lot of foul balls, mm-hmm. and such was the case tonight. Yeah, with the box just beyond third base on the on, down down the uh, left field line. So what happened was <laughs> what what happened was just a comedy of errors. Yes, um, this was late in the game, so there were literally two guys in the whole section. Yeah, and they two were guys friends. and I one mean, and one security guard. And one, two guys and one security guard. And and these you these know that guys? video that that uh, explicit <laughs> video that scat video online. Two guys, one security guard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> yes. Moving on. Moving right along. <laughs> so anyway, um, so what happened was uh, a, a, a foul ball got hit up to their section. And for some reason, instead of grabbing the ball, this guy, like, <laughs> he bats it away. <laughs> he batted it like a defensive back. Like, like yeah. On the la- like, like, 
Yeah, like in the last play, I'm like on Hail Mary in the last play of the Super Bowl. He batted it in the air. Yeah. Um, and so it landed like five rows behind him. Behind so, them. Yes. Yeah. And so the, they the were whole, in like the second row or something. Yeah. And the whole the whole section was only about six rows uh, yeah, deep or whatever. Small, they're small sections. Yeah. So um, so he batted it back, and then he eventually decided he decided he was going to go look for it then. with no urgency because there's no competition. Yeah. There's no competition for it. The, and the other guy sitting with him didn't want it, and the security guard was working, so he's not going to. Yeah. So, so he couldn't he couldn't find it. He looked for it for about two minutes. Yeah, he looked he, for it through the whole section. He like ambles up the stairs, like goes to like he went way beyond where it landed because we had we had a good angle of it. And, like we had a general idea of where it was, and like he went way up, but he overshot it way up, and then he was just like walking, like looking, like he was like looking as if he dropped like a his ticket stub or something which is like not a big deal i guess if you drop it so like he was right. looking with no sense of urgency yep um you know if it was anywhere else like people would be stomping on little kids throats to get this ball and he was <laughs> yes. just like oh where is it is it here no it's not there is it under the seat no it isn't and like he goes down the whole row and then he goes down the next row and like these guys could not find it no eventually no, he enlisted his buddy yeah eventually yeah. the other dude gets up and they're looking and like he couldn't find it either and he no. was at least closer yep. but they couldn't find it and then the security guard came over and he was he was he didn't look for it but he was like saying I think he might have been telling him like I think it went over there yeah like they're looking and like it went on for it went on it was for about the fi- inning yeah for about for about a whole inning yeah it went on. the um, inning ended and, it, and he found it because I'm like I'm trying to watch what's happening in the game but I want to see them because I don't want to look away and right then they, they started showing something in between innings um and I wanted to see that but like they eventually found it the, <laughs> the, the buddy found it yeah not the original guy the original guy never found it like he held it up and like at that point because if he would have found it after like a minute or two, I think the whole crowd would have like cheered. Yeah, but everyone had lost interest except for us. Yeah, I, well, I was wondering, Jeremy, like if anybody actually n- saw that going down besides us and like the guys. Yeah, I don't know. Like, did, I don't know. Like, did they really? Like, I, did anybody really notice that it was going on? Besides I do feel us? like I feel like they saw it go up there. The yeah. whole stadium did. Yep. And if they would have found it. Even because I think at some point they realized they couldn't find it. And like, if someone would have found it within like a minute or two, they would have cheered. Yeah. But it went on too long and everyone lost interest. Now, now the thing is, those sections aren't like closed off to the other sections in that club box or whatever. So, like, somebody, yeah. if, if I had oh, been yeah. sitting in the section over, yeah. like, I would have run over there and put some pressure on those guys yeah, to find exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, shake it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but, uh, so, so that was goofy. We got a couple more goofy fan situations. One, I just want to mention during the rain delay, there were these people behind us. I think it was the same people. I kind of wish it was different people because one thing I thought was funny, one thing angered the shit out of me, but they were showing, um, the different games we talked about. Right. And they were showing like the Royals game. And I heard the guy behind us say like, Oh, good thing they're showing the Royals. Everyone really cares about that game, mm-hmm. like because they could have showed the Cubs game, right? They could have showed any other closer game, but he was like, "Yeah, oh, that's good. Good, there's good that they're showing the Royals. Mm-hmm. Everyone cares about that. People care about that a lot." And so I thought that was kind of funny. However, when I did get up finally to get my uh, Italian sausage, I came back and this asshole's feet were all over my seat. He was on my seat in my hand, my armrest, and like it's not like. They thought that we left because you were still sitting there. Yep. And I come back and like it was there and I, I actually like walked up 
and I like looked like he he saw me coming up, so he moved his his foot, and I just like looked at my seat because like it's raining. Yeah. So like presumably this guy walked around and and stepped in like wetness and then put it on my seat, and like I was like. I was pretty uh, ang- angry about that one. Yeah. Um, so I looked at the thing. I looked at my seat to make sure it wasn't wet. And then before, like, and just, you know, inches in front of these guys, I turned to you, Jack, and I'm like, that's going in the podcast. Yep. Oh, and, yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure they heard it. I don't know if they know what the hell a podcast is. But, <laughs> um, so that, that there was that. I wanted to mention that. But uh, there was also a, a young man in a Canerco t-shirt. Uh, who is between us and home plate, uh-huh. right in oh, our line of sight? Right, right. Yes. So, so what happened was he was uh, he was standing up uh, randomly, and it, yeah. you know it was one of those things where when someone stands in front of you and they're sort of in your line of sight, you can't see the hitter. So that's what was hap- That was what was going on with yeah, this guy. He exactly. was blocking our view of the hitter directly and, in our eyes. Yep, yep. And uh, the reason he stood up. Was because he had gym shorts on. Yep. And his ass was hanging out of those gym shorts. Uh, gym shorts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he he had to like. He, he gave he, it a little house cleaning, <laughs> a little uh, rearranging the furniture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He pulled up his gym shorts and then, and then he has the audacity. <laughs> yeah. To look right back at us. Yes. Like, uh, as you if, know. As if it's like, uh, anybody watching? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was with, like, his girlfriend, too, yeah. or s- something. And I uh, stared that I stared that fucker right down. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? That was, yeah, that was gross. Um, yeah, it was a yeah. little weird. It was yeah. a little weird. It was a hot night, you know, there was muggy at times. Yeah. But, like, find a more discreet way to, like, pull your shorts out of your crack. You know? <laughs> That's pretty much what was happening. Yeah. I'm, I mean, Jeremy, people used to wear suits to baseball <laughs> games. Yes. You yes. know? I, I mean, okay. So, I, I'm very glad that I can wear jeans and a t-shirt. I think a suit is a little excessive. People used to do it. Yeah. It, it used to be an event. It, you know, people used to dress up for flying. Too, yeah, I exactly. Think. Sure. But you know, you, you, when you went to a baseball game, you would dress up in your Sunday finest. And yeah. while I don't think that it should be like that, like, you know, maybe if you're gonna go to a baseball game with like your girlfriend, like, yeah. maybe you shouldn't wear your gym shorts <laughs> to the stadium. Well, yeah, I, gym shorts is, is a hard one to justify in public like that. Just, yeah, because I would be afraid stuff would be falling out of my yeah. pockets. Yeah, yeah, but. I will say, I mean, I'm sure there were some dudes in the in the 40s like pulling their their slacks out of their crack as well. Probably, too. but uh, I don't know. Just some discretion is is all I would appreciate. Yeah, because like, he looked around as if like, oh, did anyone see that? Yeah, yeah dude, you're at a baseball <laughs> game. Everyone saw it. Yeah, especially us because we're right in your line of sight, and I stared the the dude right down. Yeah, it, well, anyway. he was. It, I almost don't think it was like a looking around to like like discreetly see if anybody saw it. Like yeah. sometimes you do, like <laughs> you know, if you pick your nose right. in public oh, sure, or whatever. Sure, sure. It was more like it, it like it was like a hear me roar type of thing. <laughs> like you know, I, like he was he was like proud or like turned on by like <laughs> well, maybe, maybe somebody somebody watching him. It was maybe. it was definitely there was a, an element of aggression to it. Yeah, well. but. Uh, Anyway, uh, I think uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, he he was definitely uh, feeling it, I guess. But uh, um, so real quick, um, one more thing about uh, the, the the board that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, um, there was a trivia uh, mm. question, mm-hmm. um, and it was uh, which which um, what who was the Massachusetts who was the last Massachusetts Massachusetts native to hit a home run for the White Sox, right? 
And the, the options were Kevin Euclid, Wilbur Wood, or Matt Marullo. Yep. And it was like, well, that's got to be a trick question uh, because Euclid was clearly the most recent of those three to play. Um, the way that the question was worded, it made it seem like, yes, of course, they're all Massachusetts native. Why, do, why else would they, these names be listed yep. there? And we looked it up, and it, the, end, the answer ended up being Matt Marullo. Um, and we looked it up, and Euclid isn't even from Ohio. He's, he's from Ohio. He's not even from Massachusetts. So it was kind of like a bogus question. It was. For the White um, Sox to ask. I, I mean, I feel like, you know, the whoever did the question thought, oh, we could really throw people off like this because <laughs> he played for the Red Sox. Right. Yeah, exactly. But They're just trying to tie it in. Yeah. Yeah, because like, if, oh, if he played for the Red Sox, he must be from Massachusetts, I guess. Yep. I don't know. Um, but... It goes to this whole thing. There was another thing um, where it was actually Eduardo Nunez because they were like drafted. They were listing his off his teams and they were like drafted by Yankees, uh, eight or like, like six twenty six yeah. eighteen. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah. was like okay, it's not eighteen. No. No. It was they, and they've probably, done that before. Yeah. So they they yes they have they've they've like typed in the wrong number sometimes and so it's like it's getting to the point where like the whites like I know that we were just extolling them for like. Uh, stepping up their game a little bit but you know this is one thing where they drop the ball and it's like they they always type something wrong in in those like when they <laughs> give those fine details like those stats yeah they'll give a wrong year or like they'll name a wrong team or something yeah and it's like i guess some dude is just typing it but it's getting to the point where like the white Sox, the stats you find on the white Sox board you have to question it's like they have the same amount of credibility as like some like old dude like muttering to himself like wearing like like headphones and suspenders and like just sitting by himself in an aisle. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jose Abreu has uh, more home runs than Babe Ruth. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay, man, I'm pretty sure that's not right, but uh, you enjoy the game and have a great day. Yeah. You know, it's like they have about the same amount of credibility, it seems like. Yeah. So that's something that the White Sox do need to uh, improve on. But hey, listen, White Sox, if you are listening to us and then you're boosting, uh, you're, you're like stepping up your game, send us a signal, you know, do us something. Here, I have a good signal that they can, they can send us. Don't do anything. Don't email us. Yep. And if you don't email us, we'll take that as a sign as you're listening and you're stepping up your game because of our harsh and sometimes unreasonable criticism. Yeah, yeah. I will be, I will be very disappointed, though, if it turns out Jan Gomes doesn't live in Nashville. <laughs> I, it's funny you mentioned that because I looked that up and he doesn't live in Nashville. He he does. No, no, he does. He lives in Miami or something. He doesn't which, live in Nashville. No, I looked that up. I, we never talked about that, but he does not live in in in, in Nashville. So where did they come up with? I don't that? know. Like they probably cut and pasted it from like friggin' uh, I don't know Jake Petrichka or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like yeah. who, who the hell knows? It was wrong. <laughs> we talked about it as if it were like Bible fact, but of yeah. course it was wrong. <laughs> They always get it wrong, man. I don't know what they do. Give us that signal, White Sox. Don't send us any emails, and we'll take it as you're listening to us. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, oh. Uh, speaking of that, yes. just before we before we ramp things up here. Yeah. Right, right, right. When I walked into the stadium, uh, I, I, you know, I, I uh, you know, we had to go through security. Yes. And I dropped <laughs> all of my stuff onto the tray, um, which included my clipboard and my pencils. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, the, the security guard who was there said, uh, "You keeping score?" And I said, uh, "That's right." And he went, "They don't do that no more." 
<laughs> so I I was wondering if it was like a nostalgic like oh yeah they no you know nobody ever does that anymore or right. just literally you can't do that at the White Sox game yeah. anymore because they don't sell scorecards yeah exactly uh, so I, I don't know foreboding um yeah. so a- anyhow uh, just one last thing one last positive note and I have one more end. thing too uh, okay uh, cool is that we uh, saw Ian Hamilton make his uh, yes. major league debut which was pretty cool yeah we are, I had not I I feel I feel like I keep it close tabs on prospects mm-hmm. I had I had heard nothing of Ian Hamilton no but he was hitting ninety six he, he hit ninety eight he hit ninety eight yeah ninety eight he threw a one two three inning I don't know if those were just also crappy at bats by the Red Sox because they wanted to go home yeah um, now but, it said it said on the video board that he had pitched in Double A AA and Triple A for the White Sox. But as we just established, you can't really trust that. So right. I think he might have just answered like a flyer, like maybe on Craigslist or something. White yeah. Sox looking for a closer. Yeah, and he just showed up and they threw him in there because he looked old. He didn't yeah, he look did. like a like a guy who just coming out of the minor yeah, leagues. Yeah, he had some like uh, major laugh lines in his yes. uh, headshot. Yes, he yeah. did. So um, I don't know, but. This guy could be the closer for the White Sox for the rest of the season, so more power to him. It's a good for Ian Hamilton. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So that's the game. That's the uh, Boston Red Sox and White Sox um, battle of the Soxes. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one more thing for you, Jack. Yeah. We're bringing back baseball autocorrect. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and let's do this in less than 30 seconds if we can. Okay. This is a twofer. Twofer. Mm-hmm. A twofer. Um, so it's two players. Fauna... Allies. Um, Fauna Allies. I would guess the first one is uh, Farquhar. The Ooh. second one is Albies. You're half right. Okay. So, Albies... Okay, wait. The first one is Fultenovich. Nope. Okay. Think right, of so, the right. way the word looks. Fauna. Um, look at what... What does that look like? And then think of LBs. Uh, uh, po- there's a lot on that screen. Point out Which right at one? the top there. Uh, oh, uh, this one. Uh, Fauna. Uh, 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 it's it's the uh, I I I don't know. I don't know what that first one is. So take the A. Uh, okay. And then take oh, Akuna, the Akuna. Akuna. Yeah. Akuna oh. and Albies. Oh, interesting. Okay. Fauna allies. Ah, I like it. I like it. There you um, go. I, I See, I know you like Albies, so I knew uh, I knew that, that maybe that second one. This one um, actually was not typed by me, but I won't get into the... The, 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 the details. Yeah. Right. Uh, interesting, though. Very cool. Um, we brought it back, guys. We brought back the games. Yeah. yeah and we'll, we'll bring it back more in the offseason, guys. Oh, yeah. Um, for sure. We'll do a whole six... We'll do a uh, Yeah, we should do 60. a whole... We should do a whole episode of just us doing that. That'll be interesting for everybody to hear us think on air for, for 30 of those 60 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those games were just like, um, um, let me think. Yep. Um, um, yeah. That's yeah. probably why we cut them. Yeah. But... Um, yeah. All right. So that that'll wrap it up. We got a nice. Uh... We did. Uh, so ne- so we have uh, Jeremy and I are very excited about the next couple of weeks we have going here. We yeah. you know we thought we were going to see a sweet game tonight. We saw uh, we saw what we saw. But next <laughs> week we're going to be seeing uh, Angels, White Sox. Yeah, uh, Jeremy's right. one true love, Shohei Otani, <laughs> should be uh, should be due to DH. In the that Asian game, hopefully. persuasion hits the MLB when Otani hits the mound or <laughs> the batter's box at least for the Angels. That's right. Uh, so That's we're right. going to be seeing that, and actually, a um, little less than two weeks from now, we will be seeing Brewers Cubs. I'm not sure if that's going to be the last game we end up making it to for the 2018 season, but if it is, it'll certainly be an interesting one because there'll be a lot at stake for both of us there, and there'll be you know a lot going on. So we've it's, got. It seems like a perfect culmination to the whole. It does. Show maybe and the we season. should. Maybe we should just 
cap it at that. Point. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see what happens. We'll probably yeah. go to one more like White Sox game. Yeah, but right, uh, but, but that yeah. Was, yeah, you know, we 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 hit you with a couple minisodes, and so like yeah, we're we're hitting you hard now. Mm-hmm. We said it last time. We're gonna make up for it, and like so yeah, we got the Red Sox. We got. Otani and the Angels, and we got a Central Division uh, showdown versus Cubs. both for both of our teams. Exactly, it's it's Cubs Brewers. It's Jack versus Jeremy. Only one can make it out alive. Yeah, yeah, it'll probably be Jeremy, <laughs> considering the trajectory of the Brewers bullpen. All right, so that's gonna end it. That's gonna end it for uh, for tonight. Um, it is late into the evening. The Jesus wee Christ, it's late. Uh, yeah. But uh, I am Jack Swakowski, and I'm Jeremy Denisio, and we will see you next week. Bye.